I think oftentimes people feel so entitled to understanding the reasons for why we do things that we forget that we don't even have to explain to them in the first place. A part of being an unapologetic Muslim is knowing that even though it is difficult, that you will be alright because Allah has your back. By just existing, Allah has given you so much value. You don't have to explain why you're not oppressed. You don't have to explain why a man didn't force you to wear it. I know there's so many societal and historical reasons for why as hijabis, we oftentimes show up with the default setting of feeling like we need to explain ourselves and to explain our existence to people. We don't have to get other people to understand us. I want you to know that it is okay to be disliked. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everybody. Welcome to another episode of Embracing Rahma with your host Fatima. And today we're going to be talking about how it is time to be an unapologetic hijabi. Unapologetic. Unap- <laughs> it is time to be an unapologetic hijabi. And we're going to talk about some of the many ways that you can do that inshallah. I felt like this episode was extremely necessary because so many of us women struggle with being unapologetic when it comes to just showing up as the proudest version of yourself that you can, especially as a Muslim woman, where so many people have opinions about our existence. We're going to talk about what is your why when it relates to hijab and use that to be the driving force to inspire you to keep pushing forward, okay? (laughs) And then we're going to talk about navigating opinions of yourself, navigating opinions of other people, whether they be good, bad, everything in between. We're going to talk about situational things like what if I struggle with finding opportunities while being a hijabi or a niqabi? What if I'm the only one in my family or my friend group who wears it what if people stare at me (laughs) and if you would like skip to whichever part is most interesting to you that way you can get exactly what you need from this video inshallah so inshallah we're gonna dive into all these different things but first and foremost we're gonna start with the most important part which is defining what is your why this is one of the most important things i believe is whether you live in the west or in a muslim country knowing what your why is because the more you know why you're doing something the more intentional you can be and the less likely someone is to knock you off your path someone being other people or shaitan right because people can be agents of shaitan okay everybody and their mom has something to say about our existence but you know whose opinion matters the most (laughs) number one allah's and number two yours the more firm you are in whatever foundation it is that you build for yourself baby girl you are going to be okay inshallah why because you won't fall for anything you'll be so firmly rooted and you'll have such high self-respect for yourself because you understand why you're doing what you're doing so without further ado you know like i just want to thank so many of y'all for reaching out to me and letting me know the struggles that y'all face with hijab some of y'all told me that you know you're the only one in your family who wears hijab some of y'all told me that your family's literally telling you hey like don't wear it enjoy your youth you can worry about this later on as if we are promised another second let alone tomorrow some of y'all have been telling me you know that you feel ugly that you feel like you are not firmly rooted in understanding why you even have to wear hijab in the first place but don't worry we got each other's backs. With that being said, if you haven't watched any of the previous videos in the Decolonizing Hijab series, of which this one is the third, make sure y'all go back and y'all listen or watch the other videos. With that being said, let's jump straight into your why. What is your why? I feel like this is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself as a hijabi because when you know what your why is, hear me out, hear me out. When you know why you're wearing hijab, it becomes that much easier to practice it. Because you're, you're going to be tested with difficulties regardless. To be honest, you're going to be tested with difficulties whether you practice hijab or not. But when you wear hijab, you're doing you're, you're be faced with difficulties for the sake of Allah to draw nearer to Allah. Because really, at the end of the day, what is hijab? My girls know I say this all the time. Hijab is a tool that is meant to draw you nearer to Allah. Does it mean that you're going to be righteous because you practice hijab? No, it doesn't. It doesn't automatically mean that. But it does mean that when you practice hijab, you have a tool that Allah prescribed upon us because he believed that it could help us draw near to him. And I don't know about y'all, but (laughs) if the maker of the universe tells me, go ahead and do this thing and it's going to bring you potentially closer to me, I'm going to go ahead and do it with the right intentions, of course. I just want y'all to remember your why. 
hijab is not just a piece of cloth it is a state of being so after you finish watching this i want you to take a little bit of time you know figure out what your why is write it down memorize it think about it and that's going to be one of your main affirmations whenever you are facing difficulty inshallah because you're going to think back on it and be like hold up i got a reason for why i'm doing this you know what i mean so let's jump straight into navigating opinions of yourself when it comes to hijab because y'all know all the thoughts that can be swirling in your mind as a hijabi all the positive thoughts the negative thoughts the self-demeaning thoughts the self-deprecating thoughts like i wanted to talk about that because i feel like it's so important when you want to practice living life as an unapologetic hijabi that we address some of the thoughts that can go on in our heads you know when we're really struggling uh, because unless you're living in a place where you're going to be persecuted often you know like physically for wearing hijab majority of the struggle be in our heads for real i want you to remember when you're navigating the opinions that you have of yourself and the thoughts you know that just live in our mind subconsciously remember that allah has given you a high status what is this person gonna think what is that person gonna think before the person even has a chance to think anything negative because i filled in the gaps for them i was my own worst enemy and i promise you y'all like this is so much more common than you think and than you expect and i think the one of the ways that we can practice self-care as unapologetic muslim women is by consciously putting those thoughts in their place and we don't have to limit ourselves before other people and i don't know about y'all but i don't want that for you and i don't want that for me <laughs> if you watch some of my other videos or listen to some of the other podcast episodes you'll know that i talk about this concept all the time of of shaitan exploiting our insecurities as a way to take us off the straight path because if you really think about it like what is the best way to make you ungrateful as a servant of allah by making you think that you are not intentionally crafted the way that you are Allah has handpicked every single thing about your physical being. You feel me? <laughs> and Shaitan likes to take advantage of the fact that we can tend to, you know, have an alternative opinion. So I want you to remember that Allah has given you value. Allah has given you so much value. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Like even just being a Muslim, just existing. By just existing, Allah has given you so much value. Really peep that. <laughs> think about it i know people like to say oh well just don't care bro it's not that easy it is not that easy to just not care if we can reprogram and you know reframe the way that we think about things inshallah it could potentially help us draw nearer to allah and like be more conscious of him but then also just give ourselves more grace and more mercy because allah does not want to make things hard for you <laughs> allah does not want to make things hard for you at all and being intentional we can live our best lives as unapologetic muslims another thing i want to talk about is limiting yourself i had a conversation with someone about this too recently when they said that you know they feel like they're missing out on a lot of things because they wear naqab and i was like baby why do you think that you're missing out like what are you missing out on because of it like besides other people seeing your face you know what i mean and the person was like you know i feel like i can't do the things that other people can do because i wear naqab and i was like what do you mean she was like you know like i can't go skating i can't do this i can't do that when we really got down to the nitty-gritty of it she was like you know i don't want other people to think certain things about me my sister tells me this all the time that the human mind is a muddled place we can't trust other people's opinions of us completely. You know what I mean? Let's say someone said someone looks at you negatively and thinks, oh my God, look at her. Like she's so oppressed. Why is she even wearing all those clothes? She could just be wearing pets. Okay, baby. And you could just be wearing everything that I'm wearing too. <laughs> we do not have to give validity to the unfounded opinions of other people. And let's also not forget that in your journey of becoming an unapologetic hijabi, anticipating negativity is going to drain you. When you constantly have the thoughts of, oh, what are people going to think? What is that person going to say? What are they going to look at me like? You are carrying this difficult, heavy burden that is oftentimes not talked about. Like anticipation is a burden, I promise you. 
Allah does not want to make things difficult for you. And honestly, unless you're like living in a place that's like really, really like racist and people are like outwardly going to come to you and, and talk wild to you, we are often not as relevant to other people as we think we are. Majority of people will probably just look at you and they may have some positive or negative thoughts associated with, you know, your existence in their mind. But that is just that. And I'm going to say this out loud for myself and anyone else who's listening. We do not have to personalize the opinions of other people. We don't have to take the opinions of other people when it comes to the way that we look and the way that we show up, the way that we exist. Seriously, we don't got, we don't have to do that. It is not a requirement. So the next time someone's sister and starts looking at you in public or someone says something crazy to you, whether it's someone that you know, someone you don't know, I want you to take a moment and remember that you are on a path to draw nearer to Allah. I think oftentimes in anticipating, we end up giving more legitimacy to other people's opinions of us rather than our own. Someone else's opinion of you does not matter more than your own. It goes without saying though, sometimes we got to be checked a little bit. <laughs> I also wanted to, you know, remind y'all that you do not have to explain your decisions or your existence to anyone. I know this is especially relevant to the girls that live in non-Muslim countries, but you don't have to explain your decision to practice hijab or naqab like to other people. You don't. You don't have to do it at all. You don't have to justify your reasons for doing it. You don't have to explain why you're not oppressed. You don't have to explain why a man didn't force you to wear it. You don't have to do none of that. <laughs> I think oftentimes people feel so entitled to understanding the reasons for why we do things that we forget that we don't even have to explain to them in the first place. It goes without saying though, like if someone genuinely wants to have a conversation with you, that's one thing. And I know we don't always know other people's intentions, but you can usually tell if someone's up to no good when they're asking you something. Like if someone's just being like aggressive and just wants to argue and stuff you don't have to explain to them you can just be like well i love it you know and we live in the age where almost everyone has access to some sort of you know device that they can go online and actually look for the answers to the things that they want to ask you i know there's so many societal and historical reasons for why as hijabis we oftentimes show up with the default setting of feeling like we need to explain ourselves and to explain our existence to people you don't have to get other people to understand us I want you to know that it is okay to be disliked. It is okay to be the weird one. It is okay to be the odd one out. That is all okay. And I think the, the sooner that we recognize that, even our beloved Prophet وسلم, told us that Islam came as something strange. It's going to return to being something strange. So baby, we are weird. <laughs> now let's move on to the next segment, which pretty much focuses on how to navigate the opinions of others. I think one of the ways that have been most effective for me for navigating, you know, the negative opinions of other people has really truly been being firm and strong on my affirmations. And affirmations being, you know, the things that you tell yourself when you are feeling triggered regarding something. One of my favorite ones is, are you paying my bills? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, from the outside looking in, people don't realize how strongly motivated we are by our desire to draw near to Allah and to get closeness to him in the decisions that we make. So you could just remind yourself, listen, to each their own. They have their way of living life and you have your own way of living life. And same thing goes for, you know, the people in our lives who are Muslims and who are essentially like trying to take you away from doing what's right for yourself. Some people literally have other priorities in their life. It doesn't make you better than them. It doesn't make them worse than you, right? I want you to separate the advice that people are giving you from who you are as a person because those are two completely different things. These affirmations that you can tell yourself are really gonna help you take control of your perspective and really shift your mindset because no longer are you gonna be sitting there swimming in the negative emotions that accompany feeling bad because other people don't agree with the way that you're living your life. We have the group of people who say, you know, you're not even wearing your right, take it off. When that happens, I want you to think about your journey with hijab so far and how far you may have come. And think about the next step up from where you're at now. We have the people who compare you to other hijabis. Well, this person does this, why don't you do that? You're not that person. 
<laughs> you're not that person. The way that I say navigate these opinions is truly think about what you're doing and ask yourself, is what I'm doing a means for me to draw nearer to Allah? If so, then make dua to Allah to keep you on this path and keep pushing forward, keep putting one foot in front of the other. Because I know it gets hard at times. I know that navigating this world with other people's opinions can be so difficult. Even our beloved Prophet ﷺ like really struggled in his prophethood because the people in his life were just yappa 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 and talk. And that can really affect a person. I don't say any of these things without acknowledging the fact that it can be really difficult, very difficult. But a part of being an unapologetic Muslim is knowing that even though it is difficult, that you will be all right because Allah has your back. What about when people have good advice, but they have bad delivery? <laughs> Y'all know some people, who knows? It might even be you. <laughs> I know I have, I've had those moments. Navigating the good advice, but bad delivery, I think is even harder than navigating, at least for me, navigating, you know, the bad advice because it's like dang i don't like how you telling me this like you could be talking to me so much nicer why are you talking to me like this because i'm sensitive with that being said i think as muslims it's really important to remind ourselves to take the good and leave the bad whenever we can there's even a story of um imam ahmed ibn hanbal uh, may allah be pleased with him where he he was being persecuted in the middle of the street during his time like he was getting beat up really bad to the point where he was in and out of consciousness because of what he was preaching and so what happened is i think it was some sort of criminal i think it might have been a thief and he comes to him and he sees him in the middle of him like getting close to giving up and he's like hold up you about to give up you about to give up and i show up and i be you know committing the crimes that i commit and i get lashed i get my butt beat you know i serve the time for my crime and you gonna give up and you're doing something good uh-uh uh-uh but what did he do Ahmed ibn Hanbal, he used that to fortify himself and keep it pushing because he's like, you know what, that's right. I think too often we forget that a good message can legitimately come to you from anywhere. So that's just something to think about. So now let's jump into the situations. What if I have difficulty getting opportunities? One of the best bits of advice that someone gave me recently was actually Tahira. And if you don't follow her, make sure you do. Make sure you check out her channel. Um, but I was talking to her and she was like giving me advice about this brand deal. And she essentially was like, you know, like at the end of the day, you have to remind yourself your sustenance comes from Allah. It doesn't come from people. So if you feel like you are going to be missing out when it comes to a job, or maybe you feel like you're going to be missing out when it comes to an internship, whatever, because of the way that you are showing up as a Muslim woman, as a proud hijabi, as a niqabi, then remind yourself that your sustenance doesn't come from them. It literally comes from Allah. I know it could be so easy to forget that because the money is passing through their hands or the opportunity is passing through their hands. But if it is written for you, it is written for you and no one else. Let's also not forget the fact that if someone's going to judge you because of how you show up, you know, like. Like as a hijabi they're probably going to judge you for other things anyway and i don't know if that's someone you really would want to work with i do understand that sometimes there's extenuating circumstances like some people are in dire need what about if i'm the only one in my family or in my friend group who practices hijab that is a big one and i think for me i can only speak from the perspective of for me i can't speak from that perspective um so i pray that inshallah like the the tips that i can give you from this next part are going to be you know beneficial but i would say try with whatever means that you have to find and build your community whether it's in person you know whether it's online because i promise you an online community can be just as beneficial as an in-person one sometimes even more so build your community of other women of other girlies who are on the same path as you and i promise you or even join other communities that already exist i promise you the sense of just like support that you get not even like because other people are trying to support you but just because they're naturally showing up as proud hijabis that's gonna have such an impact on you inshallah like for me for example a couple of my friends wore naqab like before i did 
and because they wore it and you know like i spoke to them about their reasoning behind why they wear it and stuff like that and subhanallah like i feel like allah put those women in my life for me to be inspired to do the same thing to be honest like how often is it that you're with your friends and you're inspired to do something because they're doing it i don't know if y'all are as impressionable as me because girl <laughs> i be influenced but alhamdulillah like my friends influence me towards good and so i would definitely say that if you feel like you are not surrounded by people who you know are practicing hijab then definitely try to find your crew you can read over and over again in the quran and even in the hadith where we are encouraged to be in community with each other like islam is a communal faith it is a very communal faith that's why you get good deeds for visiting people who are sick <laughs> and taking care of one another like allah wants us to stay together so find other people who are hijabis and i promise you i know for my introverted people this might be a little bit tough and that's where you know building an online community and finding community with other girls online can be very helpful to you inshallah even in the youtube comments girl you know like me one of my best friends one of my best friends my content creator bestie ayan if you see this girl just know i love you <laughs> we met in the youtube comments like she posted a video and i just dropped a comment on there and we've been friends ever since and bernali you know and monique like alhamdulillah like shoot your shot that's how you make friends i think like as an adult because <laughs> no longer are you like going to school and surrounded by other people physically like who are on the same path as you you feel me the next thing is you know what if people stare at me part of being a hijabi is recognizing the fact that people gonna stare at you <laughs> it is just a fact it's gonna happen people are gonna stare at you and i think the sooner that we accept that the sooner we can start moving more like progressively and like not worrying too much about people looking at us because to a certain extent you still want to be aware of when people are looking at you you know you don't want to be followed and not be aware of it um not that i'm saying that's gonna happen to you but i want to remind you not to try to guess people's motives too much because you know some people for example are not even aware of their facial expressions they're just not conscious of it they're not conscious of when they're frowning smiling like they're not conscious of when they got a little stank face people some people just don't know <laughs> and then on top of that some people are legitimately just curious and they've never probably seen anyone like you before like i remember having a conversation with someone once and they literally said like i've never met a muslim in real life before and this is you know living in kansas city missouri but i will say like if you are extroverted i encourage you to start conversations with people like one of my best friends layla when people look at her she'll be like oh you want to take a picture it lasts longer <laughs> <laughs> or something else like she'll do like a steering contest with them but she's bold i ain't telling y'all to be like her she bold you can if you want to but don't say i encourage you to do it but yeah subhanallah like i think like in navigating life as a hijabi can be so incredibly interesting like i remember one time this lady was looking at me and my friends and we were just cracking up in public like we were just living our lives having the best time and she was like i'm so happy to see y'all i'm so happy to see women who look like y'all in public because I don't see this often you know what i mean people legitimately don't see us often and i think that's also one of the reasons why representation is important but that's just me um, but yeah alhamdulillah this essentially concludes today's episode i want to remind y'all you know make sure you take your time to figure out your why like i mentioned earlier before why are you wearing hijab why is it important to you may allah make your journey of hijab a means to draw you nearer to him to expiate your sins to you know give you good deeds may allah make it easy for you and surround you with people who love you and support you in this journey and may allah unite us all in jannah as people who reminded each other of him I love you all for his sake. Oh yeah, I gotta do the YouTuber outro. If you haven't subscribed to my channel on YouTube, followed me on Instagram, or followed my podcast on the different streaming platforms, connect with me on there. If you stayed this far, just know I love you and you are one of my girls. <laughs> and I would love to connect with you. So with that being said, I love you all for his sake. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.